Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Raquel Alaman. Um, Raquel is is the leader of a nonprofit that targets our inner city youths to bring out the very best out of them with different type of programs. They focus on who these kids are from the root. Um, it came across my attention. I will say I was very inspired by some of the things they've set up, but for the most part, um, this movement, it's called Your Move MKE. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love what you guys are doing. I, I think the impact is amazing. And um, I'm happy. I'm happy. So without further ado, how you doing, Raquel? I'm doing good. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. I appreciate it. Hey, man. I just want you to get your flowers. Thank you. Flowers. Thank you. Our whole team needs them, man. We have an awesome team. So yeah, I really I don't uh, like the term leader. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It's hard to have that term, but because uh, I feel like we're just so inclusive. You yeah. know, we really are a team. We really are like a hub, and um, we lean so much on each other. So that's a that, you know that's a humble attitude. But you got to keep. I mean, with with work like this, I mean. You go above and beyond with little resources, and right. from the ground, yeah, I you can't do this alone. I mean, I'm doing this podcast, and you know the people that have backed me. You got um, Stephen Van Plu, visual editor. Um, I got Michael Cooper, audio engineer. But enough about me. A teamwork. That's all. That's all I meant by that. But um, yeah. it's inspiring to see what you guys the the grounds that you guys are breaking. I mean, I I believe me, I've been paying attention. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm super hyped. I'm super, I'm super happy that you, you decided to come on here. And so, so thank you. Of course. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you for extending the invitation. Oh, for sure, man. I want Milwaukee to shine. So, well, um, definitely off of that. Let's jump in. Yes, I'm ready. So who is Rocky? <laughs> who is Rocky? Um, well, Rocky is... Rocky is an eclectic person. Um, people who know me very well will say there's a couple of me. Um, yeah. You know, there's professional Rocky or Raquel, Raquel, yeah. you know. Um, and so I have to be more of that representation for our organization, that professional you know, yeah. let's sit down and have coffee and talk about how we can collaborate and For sure. that person. Um, but I'm also, you know, I used to be a rapper, so I'm a hip hop head. Okay. I love hip hop. I believe that hip hop made a very big impact in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, if it wasn't for hip hop, I really believe I would either be in a gang or on drugs. And because of that, um, I believe that our young people... Uh, need to use that that yeah. vehicle to really learn how to heal mm -hmm. um, through expression. And so Rocky's a hip-hop head, for there sure. There we go, <laughs> man. For sure. But Rocky's also a mom, so okay. 
Yep, I'm a mother of three boys. Um, I have a 19-year-old. He's an adult. <laughs> and then a 17-year-old is going to be an adult. And I have a 9-year-old who has special needs. So okay. I'm um, well, very compassionate to special needs. I mean, well, you, you got your hands full. Yes. You got yes, your I hands. Do. Wow, call it Super Mom, Super Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> Super Rocky. Super Rocks. <laughs> and, Super Rocks. Yeah, and I'm also a realtor, so I do real estate. Um, I'm very passionate about financial literacy. I'm very yeah. passionate about generational wealth and home ownership and what that does for our community wow um, and is there anything you don't do um yeah <laughs> <laughs> no not really laundry <laughs> laundry <laughs> hate laundry uh, so where um where are you from i'm from the south side of milwaukee south side of milwaukee. Yep. what uh what area i'm born and raised on the south side and i, I really can't claim any area i've lived in about 23 different houses across the south side so um the ones that i recall the most i will say is probably uh 21st in lapham 10th in lincoln um 24th and national uh i believe we lived on bruce uh man you just yeah i mean after uh, i tried moving to new york that didn't work out but then I moved back here and yeah, yeah. It was a lot of house hopping mm-hmm. throughout the South Side, and I mean these streets—they'll yeah. teach you, they'll teach you. They will learn you. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they will learn you. <laughs> so, um, you know that gives it a little insight. But how was your upbringing? Um, well, I believe that because of my upbringing is why I do uh, what I do. I think it's why we do what we do. Um. My upbringing was rough. Um, my mom and my dad, um, we got taken away as youth. So we were got taken away when we were like four or I was four, I believe, or five. Um, I spent three years in the kinship program. Okay. So I lived with my uncle. Um, I went back with my mom. Our household was just heavily gang affiliated. We, It was crazy. Like we always had... Uh, one specific gang, like, always in our house, but we lived on a block with another gang in the area, and my brother was in another gang. So Damn. it was a lot of tension. Um, I saw a lot of things that I should not have seen as a child, yeah. and um, it's the realities of our city. It's the realities of what kids are seeing now. Yeah. Um, it's the realities that we need to not just push aside. It's really happening. Um, it really did happen to me, and it's really happening to youth now. Yeah. And because of that, I think that's why I have such a passion um, for young people and to have an understanding of what they're going through, but also the need for them to express that and find yeah. their voice. I mean, growing up, for me, like, there's many sides to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's uh, through writing music. And I know you got something going on here. And we'll get to that later on in the interview. But, um, you know, I used to write. I I still do write, you know, here and there. Um, But, yeah, that got me through my toughest times. I mean, yeah. you talk about hip-hop. Yeah, definitely. You know, listening to Fuji's, listening to Nas, you know. That, that type of lyricism, it connects. Um, right. But music is like a universal language of just... Therapy, it's therapeutical, therapeutical love, 
yeah. all all embodied. Hey, you know what? The work you're doing, man. I I I don't. I say this with the utmost respect. Like, it, it it's impactful and it's it's great. It's it's awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, so kudos to you, man. Kudos. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how do you uh, how did you express yourself growing up? Now you've you said you did hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> what are other ways that you've you've uh, expressed yourself? Um, growing up, how did I express myself? I think I expressed myself a lot through fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, so maybe like 15, 16, 17, you know, I wanted I was more of like a rebel. I didn't want to be that girly girl. I didn't want to you know, not until I was like 17 and I wanted attention from the guys and stuff. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, I was just, it was just very, just gutter. I just wore what I wanted to. I expressed myself through clothing. And a lot of people don't correlate, you know, hip hop with fashion. Yeah. But that's a whole nother conversation. And um, I think I expressed myself a lot through through fashion and, of course, writing, but yeah, I would say if it wasn't hip hop, it was definitely through fashion. Oh, got you, got you. So, so let's talk more about your hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, you did hip hop. So, did, did we? What did you go by? What was your MC name? Yeah. So, um, I was. I've went by a couple names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, before I started rapping, I was in a tagging crew. Um, I never really tagged. I, I was more of like the rapper writer. Yeah. Um, but I tried to learn how to tag. It didn't go very well. Uh, then I wanted to try to learn. I just wanted to just do all the different forms of hip hop and learn how to do everything. I tried to do graffiti. Um, but the only thing that really stuck with me was was writing and rapping. Yeah. Yep. So um, to be honest, I sucked at first because. And I'll always say this, like, I think more towards the end, I started developing my voice, Mm -hmm. but I was more of a poet. So I had to learn how to rhyme on the beat and ride the beat and really get the beat. Like, it just didn't correlate to me. I could never really understand, like, okay, the beat dropped, now you rap. Or I felt like I was always fighting with the beat. And anybody who knows me as a rapper knows this. Like, Mm -hmm. I was never the nicest rapper. I was just, (laughs) like, dope. I was dope as a person, and people liked me. Yeah. But not until the very end was I actually, like, a good rapper. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I never knew how to write the music out. I never knew, knew, like, the 16-bar format. Yeah. Um, I always used to feel it out. That was my, you know, that's the way I connected. But a lot of it had to do with poetry. Mm -hmm. I think poetry is a... It's a powerful tool in expression because, you know, you 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 basically you get in touch with different sides of yourself. Right. You know, yeah. but that's awesome. So how did you uh, I mean, through this, um, where did that take you? Well, I owned um, a recording studio and um, I used to I mean, I dropped, I think, like three mixtapes, actually. Maybe four mixtapes because I had a DJ too. So shout out to DJ Sham. Um, him and I did quite a couple mixtapes together. I dropped a collab album. I dropped like two solo albums. I dropped a lot of music. And what alias was this under? Rock Solid. R O C A Z. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, Rock that's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I, then I just went by Rocks for like Rocks. the last maybe couple years I rapped. It was just R O C K Z. That's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Hey man, got love for music. I was just chatting with uh, Reggie Smooth, mm-hmm. um, and I was <laughs> I, t- I told him I had him listen to one of the tracks that I did there on SoundCloud. It's like it was made in like 2016, mm-hmm. but I'm like just just tell me what you think. I want I want to I want your insight. But um, yeah, man, I love music. Uh, Hip hop is a big part of my life. It has been, always will be. So. Yeah. Who were um, positive impacts throughout your life? Positive impacts throughout my life. Hmm, that's a very good question. I feel like, um, I feel like not until my adulthood have I really had any very positive impacts. Mm-hmm. I could say that, um, although my mom, although we were taken away from my mom, and although, um there were some situations with my mom to see her journey from like where she was to where she is Mm -hmm. was impactful for me. Like, um, my mom, I've seen her at her lowest of lows on drugs, just got out of jail, everything. Um, and then now my mom has her master's degree. Um, she runs like uh, a whole student center at Gateway. Wow. Well, Hey, yeah. Right. Man, I'll tell you, you could change. It don't matter how old you are. Um, I Up until last year, I did the same shit every yeah. year. It got old. Yeah. It got old. And then I started doing this. Yeah. But, you know, oh, my God, that's, that's powerful. Right. That, that and literally, yeah. I think to be able to see that, like, I, I know people say like, "Who did you look up to? Who did I never really looked up to anybody? Like, I never had hope. I never had hope." That's a way to put it. But then, until I seen my mom changing, I seen, I seen her life transform, mm-hmm. and I saw her put the work in, and so that made me realize like I've always been deathly afraid of drugs, just because of what I saw it do to our family. Yeah, yeah. but. In seeing that transformation, it made me realize, like, if she could do that from where she was, mm-hmm. imagine what I can do from where I am. Yeah. And so that's what it really just pushes me every day. Like, you know, yeah. it really does. It, it's impactful. And um, and it gives me hope. It gives it gives me hope for other people, too, you know, yeah. for our youth, for what they may be going through, because. We don't realize how it's a ripple effect in our families, you know, and how mm-hmm. it affects the children, how it affects the parents, how it affects everybody. Yeah. And so we really believe here at Your Move MKE that we have to heal the family as a unit, which is why we provide intergenerational programming. Wow. Mm-hmm. And man, I'll say that um, it's crazy because I can ask you, you know, what, what drives your passion for community? And throughout already, and this, this, the beginning, you know, you've expressed it in many ways, um, and it obviously touches bases with how you grew up, right? You know, um, but passion, what what keeps you motivated? Like what, what what is something that always just sticks with you? That I mean, you have you have to have a lot of energy to realtor to running a nonprofit to you know taking care of children one with special needs um that's a lot of work it is it's a lot of work <laughs> man so what what keeps you at that just knowing that you know um 
just knowing that what we're doing is making a difference. Just knowing that what we're doing is changing lives. Um, knowing that it could be one person, you know, mm -hmm. it could be one person that we're making a difference in, or it could be one thing that we do that really makes an impactful change in our community. Um, like one of the programs we're looking at is the urban trade skills and knowing that getting black and brown youth into unions will make a generational change in our community. Yeah. And so that's what gives me, that's what gives me the passion. That's what keeps me going is knowing that what we're doing is not only going to benefit us the here and now, but it's going to benefit my son and my son's sons. And, mm -hmm. and I have a huge passion for the South side of Milwaukee. So yeah. to see that, and, and to be able to see the smiles, like when we do the hip hop and back to school and to see the families dancing together and yeah. like all that, it's just that moment. Mm -hmm. It makes it all worth it. Like yeah. it makes it a lot easier. It's crazy. Cause like, um, with me, um, I lost a man when I needed him the most in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, throughout middle school and high school, trying to look for that figure. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a lot of people that way older than me that I hung around. So, you know, but I also, um, during that time it was very confusing and it was very hard. And there was a lot of anger built up. There was a lot of confusion, um, and th that's the one thing I do notice out here, you know, through my experience, kids need that. Right. They need, you're, you're not going to be able to do this alone. And right. it, it takes, how what's that? Um, it takes a village. It does. Yeah. You know, so, um, that's what inspires me about what you guys got going on here at, uh, your move MKE. Um, it's that, you know, through all the posts and all the, just seeing how in depth this this nonprofit really goes, right, um, man. So I, I just on the behalf of you know parents out here, you know, watching this, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you guys, thank you for trusting us and, yeah. and giving and interesting the youth to come here and families to come here. It's it's really a beautiful thing to see them, you know, yeah. here. So what's your core principles at? At your move MKE. I think our core principles at your move MKE would definitely be hope, prosperity, um, impactfulness. So, you know, we want to be able to to provide that hope yeah. to young people, you know, mm -hmm. um, to take what they might not, you know, a dire situation and really have that hope. Um, peace. Hip hop principles, of course, right? Peace, yep. love. Mm -hmm. um, we want to make sure that when people come in, they feel a peaceful environment. That the vibe is loving. Yeah. That they feel welcomed. That's a big principle for us. We want everyone to feel welcomed. Yeah. We want them to feel, you know, it's it's really, it's unexplainable. It's a community, you know. I, I, you know, I I came. You had a knowledge, um, mm -hmm. knowledge of health, series. knowledge of health series, and I came and I, I watched and and you know just the participation and the, you know just the the unity in the room. Mm -hmm. It was inspiring, I, and just to have 
something like that that informs you what what you eat how it affects your energy your mind your you know who you are essentially as a person you know i would have not if i had never came that night to see you know just an example of one of the many things you put together you know that knowledge i walked away with i wouldn't have had so there's things that i took from that um because i was taking notes mm-hmm. um that I walked away with that there's some type some foods that I stopped eating since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, when was uh, Your Move um, founded? So Your Move MKE was founded February 2020. Yeah. Um, but we have been doing the Hip Hop Chess Club since October 2017. Okay. So we started as a grassroots, very organic um, group. You know, we're all friends and... Um, the founders, it was um, it was myself, Super Ego, um, Brandon Kitts, and Blade, um, Alberto Blejos. Yeah. Blade was at that, that mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, Blade. Yeah. So us three are the founders um, of Your Move MKE, but the founder of the Hip Hop Chess Club, the actual program, mm-hmm. um, he's from Rhode Island. And so him and it's a long story, but basically him and I did a song together on one of my albums. Yeah. And Super Ego produced it. Um, and he was here from Rhode Island, so he was like, hey, I'm doing this hip-hop chess club in Rhode Island. It's super dope, da-da-da, and we were like, cool. Yeah. And we were down to try it, and we did it, and we loved it, and it was a vibe. But um, in February 2020, one of our members, um, Fabian Guzman, he was actually, um, he was killed. And oh, my God. Sorry it was at that. Yeah, he's 15. Rest in peace, Fabian. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, that's when, when we got together and we realized that what we're doing is fun, but we need to do more. We need to go. We need to do yeah. more. And that was like our, that was really our call to action. Like, Hip Hop Chess Club isn't it. You know, mm-hmm. it has to go further than that. We have to provide yeah. a safe space. These kids need things to do. They need a space to be in. They need they need their own community, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it was at that time that we we founded Your Move MKE and we mm-hmm. developed the four core programs. There you go. So that brings me to my next um, question. Mm-hmm. What type of events are ran through mm-hmm. um, Your Move so our four core programs are the Hip Hop Chess Club, yep. um, which we do biweekly on um, Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. And then we have Making Moves Breakdancing, which is Mondays. Um, it's the first and third Monday, and that's from 5 to 7 p.m. And then we have Writing Sesh, so Open Forum Writing Sesh, and that's on Fridays, the first and third Friday of every month, okay. and that's 6 to 8 p.m. And then Urban Trade Skills, which we're getting up and running. So that's a new one. We're so excited. Um, It's three phases. We're currently in phase one. We're going to phase two. uh, Hoping to launch it like within the next maybe six weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to be it's going to be super dope. So the plan was to do like a six week series with the kids workshop. Um, We're leaning more towards like a resource center, kind of like a vocational area training um just really being that bridge so man that's honorable that man you know i i've been meaning to get to the hip-hop chess club (laughs) because you know and another question was going to be what led you what inspired that and obviously you said someone from rhode island was Mm -hmm. you collaborated with 
But man, such an idea. Why chess? Is it is more, you know, I know why I would pick chess, but you know, yeah, it's the chess of all things. It's like, and I played chess growing up. Me and my yeah. buddy uh, Jake Weinberg, he's more like a brother to me, but nice. uh, grew up and he taught me how to play chess and then he beat me all the time in chess. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am meaning to get out to these uh, these programs because, man, they, they not only do they look fun, but man, just to see, you know, through the videos how everyone is together. Right. And I think that right there is the most special thing about what you do with this nonprofit. Yeah. So that's awesome. A lot of people always ask, like, why hip-hop and chess? And I think that, like, people don't realize that chess is actually an urban, it's a, it's a very urban game. Yeah. Um, And especially from the East Coast. Like, you know, you'll see people in the studio playing chess. You'll see people mm. in the park playing chess. Like, chess is a very, very urban game. And, um... They have them at the park. I'm from yeah. the South Bronx. Yeah. I was born in the South Bronx, okay. but. Um, no, you know, they're yeah. in the park. They're in the park here, too. Um, But, like, my dad was in prison, um, and so this was a game that I played with him. So Okay. Mm-hmm, when we used to go visit my dad, we would play chess. Uh, my brother and I, those are fond memories. Like, we don't have memory. We don't have many memories of yeah. my father. He, he passed away Sorry quite some that. time ago. But one of the memories that we have is um, playing chess. And Mexican bingo, but <laughs> <laughs> but jazz was like more impactful, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man, what goes into creating these events? Like, how? Uh, like, walk me through one one of the events. Let's the sesh. How do you okay. set up for something like that? So every event has their own facilitator. Um, so we have a so for a writing sesh, the facilitator is super ego. Okay. Um, so we have a checklist for each event um, that we have on like Google Form. We all stay in contact through Trello, which is um, like an organizing app. Mm-hmm. So that's what our staff uses to keep connected. Um, yeah. And so the, the facilitator will fill out the form, just complete what they need, like making sure they have water, snacks, chairs, tables, mm-hmm. everything that they need. Um for sash journals, um, pens. Yeah. Um, if anybody is like a, a special guest or something, they'll include that in Trello. So we know, um, we also have like, we all talk almost every day, all day. So we have a group Facebook chat. Um, and we also communicate on Trello, but we'll ask like, Hey, who's all coming on our group chat? And it's, um, the staff chat. And then we'll say like, who's coming? And then the facilitator comes here early, so they'll get here, like, if the session is at 6, they'll get here, like, at 5, mm-hmm. set everything up. Uh, usually it's, like, two staff members that'll come, yeah. set everything up. Uh, writing sessions is our one of our newer programs, yep. so it's not as many people right now. Um, if it was, like, Hip Hop Chess Club, we would need, like, two or three. We have volunteers, too, because it gets kind of packed. Mm-hmm. Um, but writing sessions is kind of more of a chill vibe, so. There you go. So um, what what type of positive impacts have come from these um, events you've put together? Positive impacts, I think. Um, well, it's it's beautiful to see the same kids sometimes. You know, like we see, we see, we've seen them 
grow up over the years you know like some some youth that have been with us for four years already or three years and we've seen them um seen them grow up Uh, another thing though is we get to get a lot of youth that have to do community service Mm -hmm. so sometimes we'll get youth that are like justice impacted and so being able to work with them and help them think about better solutions or better ways that they can um interact in their community yeah you know rather than the negative ways that they've been interacting um we also have uh we have two young men that are coming right now well one young man that's coming from marquette high school and he has to do like service hours um so be able to 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 be able to watch him that might not have been in this type of environment before Mm um he's been playing chess since he was like four but um to see him interact with some of the youth that he might not have interacted with before yeah, and to see the other youth interact with him. Yeah. Um, that's very impactful for us uh, to see that as well as the, the, the healing that's taking place in families yeah. um, that we see. Mm-hmm. We're able to help families in ways that, you know, we weren't able to before, yeah. um, which is, which is just humbling, you know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes even, when we used to, you know, when we used to do hip hop chess club before, we used to do all out meals. Because of COVID, we really can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's been kind of like we have packaged food, <laughs> and I'm hoping we can get back to like the chili and tacos and stuff like that. Because yeah. that was the most beautiful part of it, like being able to eat together and feel like break that bread. family. Yeah, break that bread. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, um, just a conversation that comes through, um, you know, eating together. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, I believe in that. My family eats together, and yeah. I, I really feel like it's awesome. It's awesome. I, you know, like man, I'm so excited that I finally got here because, you know, <laughs> I'm such a fan. I really am. I, I'm really inspired by what you do. I mean, I'm doing what I'm doing with my platform, but it's highlighting people like you. This is what it, it's truly about. It's giving that spotlight where it needs to be, that recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, you work alongside a team, and um, you've named them. You want to name them again? Yes, I do. Yeah, yep. let's name them again. Okay. So it is um, Super Ego. That's like, uh, he's a co-founder. Okay. So um, it's like my right hand. Him and Blade are my right hands. <laughs> so okay, gotcha. Super Ego. Um, he's a project director. And then Blade, he's mm-hmm. a member. Um, sorry, he's a community service director. Okay. And then we have um, Slim. He is a facilitator for Making Moves, so he's our break dancer. Um, and then we have DJ um, Describe, so D Holt. Uh, he's newest on our squad. He basically has come on as a contractor. He's been working with um, the youth. Kind of more on DJing and production, bringing yeah. the hip hop into things. So he's facilitating the hip hop chess club now for us. And then we have Kenzie, and Kenzie is our communications um, director. So he does all of our pictures, video, and media. There we go. So working with all these people, um, mm-hmm. how do they inspire you? It's it's dope because we all have um, different personalities, and so th- that's just our staff. We also have volunteers like we have lead volunteers we have 
volunteers that come in, um, youth volunteers. We have all type of volunteers. Too. Yeah. So um, we work with a lot of um, different personalities. And I feel like we all definitely inspire each other. Like last year we did a staff retreat to um, a campground. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was super dope. We were able to kind of just like really get out of the city and talk about like our goals. We planned our whole year out. Mm-hmm. Um we talked about like what we did a lot of uplifting of each other. Um, we did a lot of self assessments. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a lot about our goals and like what we wanted to see for the program. Yeah. And now we're doing it. So that's inspiring to set goals and to do them. That's you know? awesome. Um, what's your favorite part about your move MKE? My favorite part about your move MKE. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I think I think my favorite part about your move MKE has to be it has to be the families. It has yeah. to be the families. Like it's I can't just say the families, like the community of it, right? Like that we've really created something so organically. Yeah. Um just like from the ground like literally mm-hmm. and i could cry sometimes like telling our story just because i swear like we should be a movie or something <laughs> like from where we came to like how it happened the fact that we um we did it when we didn't think we could mm-hmm. um and then and then to see it now like you yeah. know from we never had our own space, and now here we are sitting in our space. Like this yeah. is crazy. Like it's crazy. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you my like my journey of how I started it. I started off with my sister. Uh-huh. Like I interviewed her in her sunroom, and you know, it started from a sunroom, and now it's taking me to places that are crazy. I've met people, some pillars, but you know, just normal people mm-hmm. and i feel like through journeys like yours or mine you through along the way you learn so much about yourself right you learn how far you can go and right. push and you know my favorite quote cuz i did a lot of reading um in less than a year i read 11 books which i hadn't read a book last year since i was in high school And um, my favorite quote is find comfort in discomfort Mm. because that that right there will push you. You're never going to find success in being comfortable. Right. Success is just, you know, and there's many definitions, but, you know, it's it's the journey and it's it's what it teaches you. And, you know, the legacy you'll leave behind, you know, this community I've seen what, how bad it can get here, you know. I remember when I was a kid on Wind Lake and my, my titi had a house right there and 30 Latin kings in the front yard, mm-hmm. you know, like it's intense moments like that that you don't forget. And you being from the south side, you know exactly what I mean. Um, right. But it's it's coming from those type of beginnings to getting where you're at right now. And just truly appreciating what what you have. So yeah, man. It's it's inspiring to see your day. I mean, who knows? 
We got to get you with a documentary, huh? <laughs> you got to right. get a documentary. Your move, MKE. We need a documentary for sure. <laughs> So, um, what are your plans for this year? What are exciting things that are going to be coming up soon? This year? Well, I think the the most exciting things um, are, I think, are currently taking place. Just the fact that we have this space, but um, also that we're now a part of a hub. So, there are going to be other nonprofits here as well. It's not just us, which yeah. is going to be amazing because mm. um, we can collaborate. And we're, we're big on collaboration. Um, so we're a part of a hub. It's called The Beginning, and there will be other um, other companies that we'll work with. So we're excited about that. Um, but as far as things that we'll be doing as a nonprofit, we have, of course, our hip-hop and back to school this summer that we'll be doing with probably Eliazar again and Geo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we also are working right now on um, – we haven't really told anybody about it yet, but – we're going to be doing a graffiti gallery. Wow. So it's going to be like a silent auction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all. dope. And it's going to be like <laughs> our first fundraiser. Yeah. We haven't really done um, an all out fundraiser, like a gala or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to bring a whole different vibe. So it's going to be very urban, yet very suit and tie. Well, I'll tell you this. Um Cause you you making all these little programs when you ready to bring on podcast you hit me up okay you know <laughs> I got you but um, that's awesome what are some highlights or accomplishments that really stand out now I know what we got here this yeah. is I'm looking around oh my god this space is nice don't make me cry because it this is, is like it, it is. Yeah, this is the I think this might be, you know, as the as the executive director, I think that I had to win my staff's trust over mm -hmm. and over and over. In real estate, we say that you buy a house three times like you buy a house when you make the offer, you buy a house after inspection and you buy a house when you close. I felt like I had to earn my staff's trust three times <laughs> yeah yeah and this is like the third time so i think we're good now but like you know i kept telling them like i, I mean we we didn't hire a lawyer we didn't do anything mm -hmm. like we i did our nonprofit paperwork on my own we we don't know what we were doing but yeah. we did it you know believe me i get I, you know that that does click with me i'm not gonna lie to you you saying that like because i'm doing this and this this wouldn't be possible without people believing. So it's reassuring those that we're, we're headed, we're making right. traction. And it, it coincides with what you're talking about. Right. But this this spot, holy shit. Yeah, we did not, like, to know from where we came, though, like, so our mm -hmm. first hip-hop chest that we did, um, October 2017, we were in a recovery home, like a, a NA recovery home on 60th and Burnham. Yeah. It was dark. It was like it was a dark place. Yeah. And so to be from, you know, to go from there, then we went to um Flippin' Style. Shout out to to Flip. Flip. Flippin' Styles. Yeah. We were in the back of his barbershop for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um and he was just he always supported us. He always was there for us. Like anything we needed. Flip has a cool cool story too. Yeah. Like yeah. He has he has depth to him. So he does. Yeah. Um, and he's, and him and I share a lot of the same passions for the South side and, mm -hmm. um, wanting to see the culture and wanting to see our people like really 
succeed. Excel, um, yeah, for excel, sure. Excel, right. And so we were there, and then we were at Miss Jessanya's creative studio for, like, a good year. Mm -hmm. um, so even that was, like, we were, like, a step up, a step up, a step up. You know, like, not that Miss Jessanya's and Flip were... But either way, it was like it's a, still it was gain. A, yeah, it's still it's still progress. And so now to have our own space is like whoa. Yeah, it's like next level. Like every time I open the door, I could cry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing. Like I'm such a baby about it, but yeah. I could legit cry because to know from where we came, like, dude, we could like, and we had hip hop test club. Like we were a time we were displaced. Like we had no because. Um, we couldn't go to flips because COVID, like yeah, we, yeah. we couldn't be in there. Mm -hmm. So we were literally in the summertime trying to see if the city would let us do hip hop chess club, like in their little city gardens, or we were just trying anything. We didn't have yeah. anywhere to do it. We we're like, man, we'll set up a board and on a corner. Like we used to do b boy, ba like b boy battles and stuff, and yeah. and ciphers on a corner. Like let's set up boards. Like we would just set up boards anywhere. Yeah. And so to go from that to like actually being paid to do a hip hop chess club, yeah, and to have this space, like, yeah, crazy, yeah, it's, it's man, and I applaud it, I applaud it. <laughs> <laughs> we go get him applause. Yeah. Yeah. How has uh, how has Milwaukee attributed to your success? Yeah, yeah. How is Milwaukee attributed to our success? Man, everything is like like Milwaukee is like in our name, right? Like yeah. I was actually <laughs> I was actually just saying that like, man, Milwaukee, like your move, it would be dope to be like your move other cities, right? Like we could take this and be like your move Atlanta, your move Chicago. Like yeah. this could be something that could be crazy. But then it's like, no, like uh, we there's so much here in our city like there's it's so much to be done there's so much work to be done and I feel like Milwaukee is our passion you know what yeah. I mean like Milwaukee is our heart like I think all of us are are I could literally speak for every one of my staff members when I say that like Milwaukee is our heart it's where we were born it's where well it's where I was born and raised it's where most of us you know, we're raised or have developed so many, so many different relationships, so many different connections. And, and we have a big heart for Milwaukee because to see what's taking place now with our young people, like there was just a 12 year old, you know, a 12 yeah. year old, yeah. a five year old, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it just drives us that much more. Like we just we just got to you know it's yeah. like every day we wake up like what else can we do for Milwaukee you know yeah man and that's a, that's the pride I take in the city um, just wanting to show like don't I mean every city has their mm -hmm. their spots you know like but understand that there's still if we could all just come together the impact that this city can bring they we're not small. Right. We are not small. Right. And I always bring it up, always bring it up. You know, when <laughs> we went to the championship with the Bucks, mm -hmm. we really showed the nation, like, that that Deer District, like, yo, right. we don't play when it comes to sports. Usually we back the Brewers, the, the Packers. It, it, it gets gnarly. 
<laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Even like Milwaukee hip hop right now. Yeah. Like Milwaukee hip hop's going crazy. Like Milwaukee rap on TikTok right now. Did you see like yeah. the Milwaukee rappers and yeah. the dances? I, I I love it. You know, I've I been too. I've been able to connect with uh, local artists that I seen growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Even still in the game right now. Shout outs to Philly Flyboy. Yeah. You know, I could call that dude and he'll give me the advice I need when, you know, I'm stumped on things. But he also is very blunt and lets you know, really. But, you know, the hip hop scene here, man, it's just like the it's going far. I've I've said this before, too. I think we're in this bubble that's about to pop right now. Yeah. And when it pops, I hope people are in the places they're supposed to be because you will you will profit from it. Yeah. I think that, though, also, like, Milwaukee is supporting Milwaukee a lot, yep. you know? That's really important. Like, we have Milwaukee Bucks has a Milwaukee DJ, Milwaukee artist. They're playing yep. Milwaukee artists. They're supporting Milwaukee artists, you know? Um, I think we all adapt that mentality of, like, supporting locals, supporting small businesses. Yeah. Really supporting each other, you know? That will go a really, really long way. Yeah. Hey, there's a love for the city, man. I, I did, this is one of the biggest reasons why I was excited to do this because it's like, yeah, it's this is Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, April will come around and this interview will drop, but that's also the, you know, the month of 414, you yeah. know? So it's like, um, it's awesome. It's awesome. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see your move MKE in five years? Where do I see your move MKE in five years? I see us I see us staying true to what we're currently doing. Yeah. I see us um, you know, the goal isn't to grow bigger. You know, that's not the goal. The goal isn't to be huge or take over whole blocks or um, or do any of that. Like, I would be happy if we just stayed in this one spot right here in five years, but we continue to do the work we're doing and expand it in different programming we want to do. So, you know, of course, in five years, we're going to be doing more more mentorship, more restorative justice. Mm-hmm. Um more more work that's going to it's going to cause you know it's going to cause more of a trickle effect and that's that's the work that we want to do of course keeping hip-hop in tune but um we want to make sure that we're able to actually focus on the healing of youth and the trauma that they're going through um we don't ever want to just be a fun place you know yeah. That's not our goal. We don't just want to be Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. This ain't that. This ain't that. We want to yeah. really work with them. And so um, so in five years, you know, that's the goal is to have all of our programs up and running and have additional programs. Yeah. And whether it's here, we're definitely going to be on the south side, but yeah, whether yeah. it's here or a bigger building, I don't care where we are <laughs> as long as we're just doing the organic work we were called to do. Oh. Man, this brings me to my next question. And um, what advice would you give to our inner city youth growing up in the environment that they're in right now? 
the advice that I would give to to any inner city youth um, right now is to really find yourself, um, to really, really learn yourself, know yourself, and make goals. Yeah. That's the advice. Like, you know, um, I have teenagers. You know, I have I have a 17-year-old. He's an artist. Um, and I think that I just support him so much in finding his voice. Yeah. And to be able to to know himself. Because if you know yourself as a young person um, and find and, and if you feel angry, if you feel hurt, if you feel broken, find somebody to talk to. Yeah. You know, find an adult or or a young adult or somebody that you can talk to, um, because the worst thing you can do is bottle it in. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do. Um and sometimes I, you know, it's hard, like, doing what we do. But then I also have a son that, you know, I have to be there for as well. And so, like, to be that mom and not that ED to him, right, Yeah. Um, is hard. And so I want him to always be able to feel like he can express himself to me. Yep. And so, like, even parents listening, like, be just be an ear sometimes. Like, we, we talk at our kids so much that it's important to just listen sometimes. Yeah. Man. Well, I will say I appreciate you for taking time out of this busy schedule you got <laughs> going um, and just, you know, sharing this, this what, what you do. I mean, I'm, I salute you. I am all about it. I am a fan. You guys keep pushing. Uh, when you ready for that podcast teaching, you let me know. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but I, this is powerful, and it, um, you know, you're an angel amongst you're 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 a beacon of light in in this in this city. So, um, you know, I me running the platform that I run, I know I get into spots where it's up and down in my head, and there's a lot of pressure that goes with it, but. If you ever experience that, just understand that you, the impact you're making is bigger than you realize. You know, I want, I love what you're doing. And like I said, I'm a fan. So, um, yeah. Um, where can people find out more about your nonprofit, your move Milwaukee, and uh, how can they reach you? Yeah. Um, you guys can check us out at www.yourmovemke.org. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. We're super active on our Facebook, just Your Move MKE. Instagram at Your Move MKE INC. We're also on LinkedIn, so Your Move okay. MKE. And we also have a TikTok, so Your Move MKE. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, feel free to. Um, reach out if anybody wants to donate or hit us up. We always need chess boards. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, it's that time. So spearhead out. <laughs> <laughs>